Yes, people. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What a weekend, right? A lot happened. A lot happened. And um wasn't even able to get to all of it, which ah, infuriating, but gonna try and do that. But for now, let's uh, recap this shit, alright? Let's go. Okay, people, so <sighs> UFC on ESPN 21 It didn't go I mean, it was interesting, right? We had some incredible fights We definitely had some incredible fights, right? Had some crazy finishes, right? Crazy finishes On that main card We had three incredible finishes Right We really did But <laughs> But That main event I Oh dear oh dear It, it just did not It did not feel good Right The main event did not feel Good And I think Listen Holland he had a lot to say right And you know he said that He's You know just here to have fun Right just here to have fun But I, you kind of think That main event cannot have been fun It can't have been fun And I think the interesting thing With it Right he he looked a lot smaller than Brunson. Now, you know, obviously, Holland you know, is the taller of the two. Bigger reach, all of that. But I think Brunson just stockier, right? A, a lot more stocky than Holland, right? And you thought that was the thing. When he got in, when Brunson got in, he just took Holland down with ease. And you just think Holland just couldn't get up, couldn't get up, and I think partly that is the the bigger fighter. He he probably realized, oh shit, I I can't get him off me, right? And it's not so much a skill thing, but there's a, I think it gets to a point with a size, right? Some people, and it's your frame, you know, you just yeah, it becomes difficult, right? And I think that's what we saw here. And with the whole, oh, I'm I'm not here to win belts. I'm here to have fun. No, no, <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe it. And I think to draw a parallel, Derek Lewis, right? Remember Derek Lewis? Derek used to come. He had fun. You know, my balls are hard and all of that. He's okay. Right, that's Derek Lewis. And when he had that first fight with um Daniel Cormier, you know, Daniel just had his way with him. Had his way, choked him out, it was done. And after the fight, you know, Lewis was just like, eh, I'm you know, I shouldn't even have been there. I I had no I didn't really have an intention of fighting for the belt, but it just came up, so it was hard to turn down. But that's not really why I'm here. I'm a prize fighter. Right? But 
look how time has changed. You know, Lewis, he went away. He changed. He lost weight. Like, we've seen that evolution. And now, listen to Lewis now. Right? It's all, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I can fight for the belt. You know, I don't think I'm ready quite, I don't think I get the belt in my next fight, so I'm going to do this, blah, 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 blah. It's all changed, right? It's all changed, and it's all changed because he was able to go away. He made corrections, right? He altered his camp and stuff. So, I think Holland, he's saying the things he needs to say to get through... This Now I, I think the good thing is He's not being a bad loser Like You know Some people we have seen of late Right But I, I think what he's saying they, Oh I didn't want to win a belt anyway I'm here to have fun You know what I mean that, That's my big thing I think that That is what he is saying To um, Yeah feel good Now with the, you know, since he, he's kind of talked about dropping down And I think that might be a smart thing Right, I, I think, look, we've seen him destroy people at middleweight But I, I, you kind of get the sense that he, he needs to maybe put on a bit more weight Right, or just, I don't know Work with real heavy people Right, I think if he works with heavy guys Right just wrestle, do jiu-jitsu with heavyweights I think that might be the thing So if you're not going to bulk up anymore Because he did say at one point that that's what he was going to do But if you're not going to do that, which is fine You need to get used to heavyweights on top of you Right, because once you get into the octagon You, you know they're not going to be 185 pounds Right, so he needs to get used to Big dudes on him. So if if we go heavyweight, because it's you know, technically they ain't gonna be that heavy, right? They're gonna be some light heavyweight size, you know, two two hundred pounds maybe, right? But if he's training with heavyweights, then if you can move a heavyweight, you'll be able to move whoever the fuck is on top of you on a Saturday night, right? So I I, I assume that would be the thing now. Derek Brunson, Derek Brunson, you can't take away, you know, his thing He went in there, he did what he had to do, he got the win So mad props to Brunson I think the, the one issue is, right So when they were in space, right, you could clearly see Holland, could, he, he was fucking up Brunson He was hurting him And you, if he could have stopped the takedown and you could have seen a stoppage from Holland But, you know what I mean, Brunson stopped that So that was good But getting into those later rounds Brunson was tired Brunson was real tired And he had mad control No damage Right? No real damage He He, he tried to get the submission in But... I mean, Holland didn't look in trouble at any point with the submissions. So I, I think that is an issue for Brunson. You know, because if he's fighting Adesanya, 
You know, if he's fighting Vittori, they're going to be different, right? They're going to be different. So, I think, although Brunson got the win, and that is very good, I get the sense that Brunson should, you know, work on some shit. Should work on some shit and make a few corrections. Because then Brunson, look, we know he is top echelon. But to get to the championship, you need to... If you're in a situation like that, you're on top of someone. You are dominating them on the ground. You need to be able to, like, turn it up a gear. You need to be able to finish it. Or even if you can't finish it, look like you're trying to finish. Because, yeah, he just looked mad tired. So... Yeah, I'd like to see Brunson, you know, maybe work on that cardio a bit more. But definitely a good win, you know, because he got those takedowns. And when he was hurt, he got those takedowns, right? So that's big. And we didn't see him rush like we've seen in the past. So, yeah, but you know, props to Brunson for for the win. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping Holland goes away and makes those changes, you know? I mean, that's the, that's all you can ask for, people. So we, we will see. So with, you know, the, the card, we had a little bit of history, right? Because this was the first time a married couple made their debut. You know what I mean? We've, we've had married couples fight on the same card. You know, the De La Rosas. But. This is the first time they both made their debut. So there was that. Now, JP, he was opening everything up, right? And Shiana, she's on the main card. So, you know, they, I'm sure they had a little rivalry there. But, um, yes, in that main fight, how was it going to go? Because you kind of feel it sets the tone, right? It's going to set the tone not just for the card, but for the buyers, right, it, themselves, so, um, you know, JP buys. he was fighting Bruno Silva, so it's a flyweight fight, and I think what you know is straight away, Silva was in his flow, Baez was not, right, so Silva, he's attacking the calf, he's coming with some jabs, you mixing it up, and buys, he, he's putting the jab out, but that was kind of it, it was just single shots, and he didn't really, he was missing a lot, right, he, he was missing a lot, and he, he just looked a little upright, just didn't seem to, you know, be quite on, which, again, you can understand, in big occasion, making your debut, you know, Silver, he's been in the UFC, he's had, what, five fights, no, six fights in the UFC, I think that was, right, I think this was his seventh fight, so, he's been around, he understands the lay of the land, right, he's got the feel of it all, but yeah, JP didn't, and yeah, you kind of saw that, right, so, but Silver gets a takedown, and he kind of, you know, Knocked him off balance, followed him down Now JP was able to, you know, 
hold Silva so to stop a lot of the damage. But you know, he, he Silva still got him there, and when they got up. Silva stuck with him. He stuck with him. He, you know, I mean, he's put just that dirty boxing and all of that. Now JP used a nice Kimura to reverse on the fence, but yeah, then you know, Silva him with a big uppercut, right? So it's not the best, you know, and ended around on the buzzer with a spinning back fist. You know what I mean? Which, yeah, not what you want, right? So, round two, and boys, he came out, he was pushing forward a bit more this round, right, but big problem, he slipped, slipped on the mat, you know, and you're just like, ugh, that's, that's not how you wanted things to start, man, it's not how you wanted things to start, so Silver, he's on top, and um, yeah, he's getting some shots, he's getting some shots off, right, which um you know not the best. They get up. They, they he, you know JV's able to get up. Um, just avoids a head kick, which was definitely uh, lucky for him. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Silver was just on his flow, just on his flow, man. And I think it, it all became. Yeah, all became an issue when Silva landed a huge right. Landed a huge right. Boys, you know, he goes down. He's hurt. But he, he's trying to stick in it, right? Trying to stick in it. So he rolls, you know, um, doing everything to survive. Gets up. He's moving, you know, moving, trying to work through it. But Silver lands another huge right. He's down. Uh, that's it. That's all she wrote. You know? So, yeah, it, it was definitely tough. But, yeah, you could just see. You know, he, he wasn't... He just wasn't able to get into the flow of things. He was just a bit too stiff. Wasn't his night. So, unfortunate... For um yeah, this little bit of history, it didn't start off very well. So, you know, get to the main card and our next fight happened, right? So we had Shiana Bays making her debut against a Montserrat Shahugo, right? So um it was a strawweight clash, you know. Both making their UFC debuts, which is huge. And we were just thinking, alright, how is this gonna go? Right? What's gonna happen here? And you know, Bice had to reach. Bice had to reach. So on the feet, she's landing. But you know what I mean? Kahujo, she's just she's just ferocious, right? And she just came at buys, right? She she would eat the shots to get inside, and once she got inside, man, she was just on you. She's just on buys, and she she loves the head arm choke throw, right? And that's what she did, right? She 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 landed it in the first round, and just had buys in a headlock. All round, just crushing that neck and just landing 
rabbit punches. Right? That's what she was doing the entire round. You know? Uh, second round, same thing. Same thing happened. You know, boys, she got off some shots, you know, on the feet. She got off some shots. Right? Decent shots. But as soon as Kaujo was able to get a grip of that head, takes her down. Head arm choke. Boom. Now, boys was able to escape at the end of the round. But, you know, it, it, it's... But, I mean, well, she escaped earlier on. But, yeah, then Montserrat just took her down again. Right? And, yeah, she escaped at the end of the round. But it's at the very end. It was, you know, no time to do anything. And then the third round... Third round, more of the same. Right? More of the same. You know, boys got up some shots. But Montserrat got a hold. Took her down. Right? Took her down. And even on the feet, Montserrat was able to get in and land some shots too. Right? She was able to do that. But now one interesting part was. So Bayes reversed. Reversed Montserrat. And you're like, oh, what's going to happen now? But Montserrat, you just showed she ain't no slouch with the grappling, and of course she isn't. She only just, Master Vic is in her corner, right? And she just reverse spies back. So where I think, you know, maybe Bay's full. Oh, all she's got is that head and arm choke, which I mean that's what a corner was saying. But it's like it's not all she's got, you know. And she showed that, you know, she's got more on the ground, but. Head arm choke throws winning. You know, that's that's doing its job. So it's just like, why wouldn't I keep on going back to it? So yeah. Now the fight didn't quite end that well. Right? I, I think there's the I don't know, there's accusations of spitting and all that. Hey, you don't really see anything. Don't really see anything on the replay. So I don't know. All you could see was they were a little heated at each other at the end of that. But, you know, unfortunately for the boys, they, they, you know, their historic entry didn't go to plan. Didn't go to plan. But here's the thing. They're both very talented. So, you know, be interesting to see what happens in the next fight, right? That's the big thing. What's going to happen in the next fight? But... You know, Bruno Silva and Montserrat Cahugo, they look very good. So I'm very excited to see how they progress as well. You know, hats off to them. So two other fights did go the distance, right? We had two that went to decision. So you had the middleweight clash between Trevon Giles and Roman Dolaziz. And, you know, I mean, Dolaziz had looked very good. Very good, but I think in this fight, Giles just looks so loose. You know what I mean? He came in extremely loose, extremely ready. You know what I mean? And um, the other thing is conditioning. Dolaziz, he he slowed significantly, right? Slowed in the second, slowed even more in the third. You know, and Giles. 
still loose, moving very well, putting everything together, you know, so he just ran away with it, really, you know, it was a very good win for Trevon Giles, and I, I kind of feel, you know, I think Dolazies, he's just been, I think, just outclassing people, right, so he didn't maybe have to work as hard as, you know, he has done, and, like, even in the John Allen fight, like, he kind of outworked Allen, right, so, I think this was a good thing for him, because, you know, where he'd been stopping people in the first round and all of that, right, it's just like, that can't happen all the time, so, what, what have you got if it's going longer, right, what have you got when it's going longer? So I think this is a definitely a good thing for um Roman. So we'll, we'll see how he goes from here. Then there was the Macy Shazan Marion Renu fight, right? And you know Shazan is very good. She's got length, so I think that you think she's going to utilize the length a lot. Now she did at times. But at other times in this fight, Renault was able to get inside. And we saw some very good work from Marion Renault. You know, I think the only thing that separated this fight for Macy was the power. Right, because there was a couple of times where she hurt Renault. Right, there's a time when she landed a very good body shot. You know, I think it was a kick, actually, and that hurt Renu, and she hit a very nice right, right, that hurt Renu, but without those two, it's a, you know what I mean, it's a different fight, right, it's a different fight, because Marion was able to get inside, and she was able to put together some good work, right, and just put Macy off her game, so, um, yeah, it was a very close fight, you know, Macy won it because of that power work, you know, and when she could keep it at range, she was looking decent, but, you know, Renu just, all that experience, right, she's smart, and you, she was able to have it at a spot where, you know, like, Macy couldn't just do it at range, you know, so although Renu didn't win, she did put together a very nice performance, so, you know, I think you've you got to give Marion Renu mad props for this fight, you know what I mean, like, there's some people, when you, when you think, look at the age of the two, right, Renu's 43, you know, <laughs> like Shazan's 23 So it, it, it's so impressive The work that Marion was able to do So, you know But yeah, not a bad fight Not a bad fight So we had some huge stoppages on this card, man You know what I mean? Like, although the main event, as said You know, it didn't quite go to plan Hey, we still had some great stoppages So Yes, obviously, Bruno Silva, he got it going. He got it going, but it didn't end there. 
you know, the next fight even, people, right? So we had Bantamweight Clash, Montel Jackson against Jesse Strada. And Strada was making his UFC debut, you know? Did miss weight slightly, which was, you know, not the best, right? But Jackson, whoo! Montel Jackson, people, what else can you say, right? I mean, Jackson clearly came to get down, right? Took the action straight to Strada, you know, just, whew, landing some vicious leg kicks, right? Now, like, Strada, you know, he was trying to counter, right? Throwing to the body, threw a few calves, but, yeah, Jackson was just, you know, Bringing it, right? Now, interesting thing was, he misses, he throws, misses a shot. And Strada comes inside to try and get some work done. But, Jackson, he moves out the way. And then, oi, comes back with a vicious right. Put Strada down, right? Strada is hurt. He's hurt, but he gets up. You know, gets up, they exchange shots, and Jackson lands a left that just turns the lights out. It is done, you know what I mean? I mean, a little bit of ground and pound, but it was basically done. You know, huge win for Montel Jackson. Very good win indeed. So then, right, we go to the fight between Leonardo Santos and Grant Dawson. So it was Dawson's first fight at lightweight. And, um, you know, it was interesting to see what was going to happen, right? How was he going to, you know, react at this weight, right? And in the past we've seen Dawson take people down you know just ground them in this one he couldn't couldn't do it right and you just I think it was a size thing you saw Santos was just bigger right bigger and, and Dawson couldn't you know dominate him and Santos man Santos was landing good leg kicks you know I mean he, he was really putting it on Dawson, Dawson was using a front kick well, but yeah, Santos was, man, Santos was doing a great job, right, doing a really good job of just outworking Dawson, landing very good shots, you know, just messing him up, right, so you just think, ooh, you know, Santos won that first round. So we go into the second round. And I think Dawson was doing a better job. Right? He was doing a better job. He landed some good shots. But Santos, man, you know, he's landing good knees. You know, he's just putting it together very well. So when you got to that third round, right, you you had some great cornering from James Krause. Because Kraus was like, listen, that last round, it was close, but we could be coming into this and you're down too, right? So you need to finish this to win. Need to finish to win. And as the fight is going, like, 
Dawson is definitely, you know, he's doing better, right? He's doing better, but Santos is, man, he's still landing good shots. Right, still, you know, stuffing Dawson's shoots and everything like that. Now, Dawson does finally get a takedown, right? Finally does get a takedown. But you're just like, ah, you know what I mean? I mean, if Santos just ties him up or gets back up, and we've seen Santos be able to get up easily, it, it Santos's fight, right? But... Anything. Santos seemed to decide to, I don't know, look for some, like, I don't know, submission, some, he just stayed on the ground way too long, so we literally, last 10 seconds of the round, last 10 seconds of the round, and Dawson, he's like, okay, fuck it, so he, he postures up, right, postures up, Stands and just drops hellfire. Just drops hellfire. And with two seconds left, he finishes Leonardo Santos. Right? You you see it. He lands, he's landing those big shots. Santos doesn't move. You're thinking, right, this is the thing, you, you move, you turn anything to avoid those shots, see out the round, and you've won, but he doesn't, and he eats one, two, and I think it's like the third shot, that was it, it was the third or fourth shot, turn the lights out, and you just see Santos go limp, and the fight's done, right, with two frigging seconds left, it was insane, and you saw the elation. I mean, that's what James Krause had asked for. You know what I mean? James Krause is like, you need to finish. Didn't look like it was going to happen. And then it did. So, sensational. Sensational win for Grant Dawson. Man. But definitely some work to be done. Right? I think he might need to bulk up slightly. But... Man, James Krause, what a fucking cornerman, right? Just sensational, man. So we go to the main card, right? We are now on the main card, and it was opening up with a heavyweight clash. And so tied to Avasa. Now, he was meant to be fighting um, Dante Mays. But Mays, unfortunately... You know, I think I believe it was COVID, so he had to pull out. But in steps Harry Hunsucker on short notice. So mad props to Harry, you know. Uh, but it's heavyweight, right? So anything can happen. And so they come out and man, Tayavasa, heavy leg kicks. I mean, when you look at Tayavasa, you're just like, I want to get eaten by those legs, man. I'd rather not. You know what I mean? I'd rather not. But yeah, he lands those. Now, Hunsaker, you know, he, he was showing some quick hands, right? But Tyavasa, he lands a big left. Big left, leg kick, and then a couple of right hooks that was all she wrote. All she wrote. That's it. The fight is da da done. Man. Big quick win for Tai Tuavasa, people. Big win. 
Right, so, um, yeah, that was a good one. Now, the next fight, very interesting, right? A bantamweight fight, another good bantamweight clash. We had Gustavus Lopez against Andrew Yanez. Now, if you remember from the preview show, man, talking about Yanez, you know, he'd been doing his thing outside the UFC, came to contender series, looked sensational, right? Looked sensational. Mad quick finish. Came to the UFC. Looked sensational. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another crazy mad finish. Right? So you're looking at him like, ooh, Andrew Yanez is a problem. But, you know, Gustavo Lopez, you know, he, he has been in the UFC longer, right? And he was just like, everyone's talking about Andrew Yanez. But who the fuck is Yanez for? Right? Who the fuck is Yanez for? You know, and it's just like, alright, well, yeah, you know, we get it. Yeah, you fought Marab and um Anthony Burchek. Yeah, granted, we we understand that. But you know what I mean? Andrew Yanez, man. And this fight was just Oh my god Right Oh my god Right So the thing is it, it It's just Yanez was so crisp So crisp Like he had a tight guard And his hands was so fast So fast man You know it, it, It's like Lopez is playing checkers and Yanez was playing chess. That's what it was, man. Like Yanez hit a great knee up the middle. You know what I mean? Countered with a nice right. He was just putting it together so well. Great movement. You know, always able to get out the way of what Lopez was trying to bring him. You know, it, it was crazy. And he'd move out the way and then Fire back with a very quick counter. Very quick counter. And I think what you saw, Lopez is throwing looping shots. Yanez is straight, straight down the middle. Bam, bam, bam. You know, so Yanez clearly won that first round. So we come into the second. And um, again, it's just more of that. You know, Lopez, he was trying. He he was definitely trying. But he's just getting outworked. Yanez just had the cleaner hands, the tighter defense, the better footwork. It it was so impressive. You know, in like so at the end of this first the second round, right? Lopez's corner Tells him, you know, he needs to KO, right? Need to KO to win. Which, yeah, it, I mean, it was true, right? And, um, like, Lopez was waiting for an opening, right? Waiting for an opening. Moves in, and Yanez, oh, my God, just shuts him off with a right counter. It was Nasty It was so fucking nasty Because you just see the way 
you know, he goes down, right? Yeah, and it was at, literally at the start of that third round. You know, the corner and said, look, you need to win this fight. And you saw him. He's looking for the opening. He's looking for it. And you think, oh, here it is. And he moves in and Yanez just step, pow. And yeah, Lopez just, ugh, face down. Face down. It was brutal, man. It was brutal. So, yeah. Andrew Yanez is a problem. <laughs> I, I think that is just clear, you know. That's just clear. There's no taking away of it. He's going to be fucking people up. You know what I mean? Going to be fucking people up. Then it's all about the main, the, the co-main event people. Oh, my gosh. So we go to welterweight. We've got Keenan Song against Max Payne Griffin. And this fight, please. It, it, it didn't go long. Didn't go long at all. Right? Griffin, he races out to the center. Races out to the center, man. Now, Song, you know what I mean? He, he, he tried, right? Landed a good right. But Griffin, he just counters. Counters, and then he's attacking the body. Right? Counter the body. Like, he's landing a good combo. You know, head-leg kick. Right? Oh, man, he he was just putting it together extremely well. Some good variety of kicks. He was just doing his thing, you know, doing his thing. And um, he lands a good right. Lands a right, it knocks Song back. Knocks him back. Then he lands a left with, um, you know, (laughs) Man, you know, it's just, what he was bringing, it was just insane, right? It was just insane. Griffin hits a huge right, huge right, right? And Song crashes face down. Man, like, now Griffin, he landed some hammer fists, but... Didn't really need to land a hammer fist because you know it, it was already done. It was already done. Max Griffin is a problem, right? We have definitely seen an evolution in Griffin, right? He's really putting it together so well now. You're really looking impressive, you know? So, yeah, there you have it, people. There you have it. You know, so didn't quite go to plan. But, you know, there was that. Now, the when you look at things, thinking, there's definitely, you know what I mean, with those stoppages, there's a good few candidates for bonuses. So they went to... Um, Bruno Silva, he gets one for his stoppage of JP Boys. Grant Dawson gets one for his finish of Lenando Silva. And Adrian Yanez gets one for stopping Gustafas Lopez. And Max Griffin gets one for his finish of Keenan Song. 
And I am sure, I am sure that, you know, Montel Jackson, um, Tai Tuivasa, I'm sure they get sorted out. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, there you have it, people. There you have it. Okay, so people, UFC on a Saturday, Sunday, people, it is always incredible, it's always great when Sunday has a little sign, sign too, and this week we had Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds, the uh, Bantamweights, yes, first event of the year, and this, oh, this was very good. This was very good. It, I think it might have been the longest one to date as well. It's like four and a half hours, right? Four and a half hours. I can't remember it being, I don't remember the last one being as long, but God damn, it was well worth it, right? Not a dull fight, trust me. So we had our first round, right? And, um, man, yeah. Like, the first match, it was the, you know, original champion, Richard Alacon. He went down against Emmanuel Prego. And this was a very fun fight. A very fun fight. Stay, you know, it, it ended within the um, the main, uh, ended within regular time. So, you know, Prego, he pulled guard about a minute in. And um, he did a decent job of tying Alicon up, right? Avoiding the ground and pound. Alicon stands, gets in a few shots, right? Um, and takes, um, you know, Prego. Takes his head when he attempts to stand, right? So he's got him in a head choke. Alicon throws... Um, throws his leg up, gets a, uh, yeah, get, gets into side control, uh, locks up the arm, right, locks up the arm, tacks with that Kimura, and boom, it is done, right, it was just, bang. Once Alicon was there, it was just super quick, super fast. It was like, yo, it was nice. And that Kimura was, Matt Sarah would have loved that Kimura. Trust me, people. Right, so then we go to, um, uh, who was next? Oh, yes, it was Marcelo Cohen, right, against Taliana Yasso. And I have to say, this fight was insane. This fight was insane. Like, Cohen, he kept on, like, going to the same, kept on going to the same um, hold. And that was his Kimura, right? He, he loved that Kimura. And he had it. He was tweaking that arm. Tweaking that arm. But for some crazy reason, yeah, you hear me? Yeah, yes, sir. He he wasn't tapping, right? The the arm was hyperextended. It was bent. It was in all manner of like positions you could think of and just cringe at. 
And uh, yeah, <laughs> he just he just dealt with it. He dealt with it. It was in. He was super uncomfortable. You're watching it and just like, oh my god, oh my god. Like I would really like to know how um Thailand's arm is right now, right? Because just the way it got bent up, you just think. It it can't be right, right? It cannot be working normally, right? That there must be some creaks, some clicks, some I don't know, some sort of noises, right? That's what you would think, but um, yeah, he was able to uh, you know, just withstand it all, and so it went to overtime, and it went to the third, right? Went to the third, but yeah, Cohen was just able to. He was able to hold Talian, right? He was able to hold him, um, and Cohen was just able to get quick escape. So he he won it on quickest escape time, which you kind of felt, yeah. I mean that that seemed fair, right? It seemed it seemed fair that Cohen won that fight, right? I mean, it, look, we've definitely seen it happen on the reverse. Someone control the main, and then in the overtime they lose. But yeah, Cohen, Cohen had that one locked. Uh, someone that was looking super impressive was um Sajir Badaram. Oh man, he looked really good, right? He fought Kevin Garandos first time out, and um yeah, he he was, man, he was in control, man. Like he. he I think it it started off a little tentative, right? But then when Badaram attacked, oh my gosh, it it was done, right? Because I think we got to about three minutes thirty three, and you know it was back and forth. Like Grandiose had these little moments as well, but yeah, we had five three thirty three, and we got to get down, right? So, yeah, Bandaram, he he sat, right? He lost the toss, so he's he's on the bottom. Got his double but- butterflies and underhooks, but right, he instant he like instantly, and when I say in, I mean instantly transitions to an arm lock, and gets a tap. It was so freaking fast. Right, because you think during the the main portion of the fight, it you know he's trying to do some stuff and Grandiose is fighting it off and all of that, but this happened so quickly. It was just super impressive, man. Super impressive, and yo, if you want to talk super impressive as well, Nick Holstein against Hunter Kluget. Right, that was. Boy, <laughs> like Holstein got a quick takedown, landed some heavy strikes, gets into mount, side control, takes the back, rear naked, bish bash bosh, it is done so, right, it was that quick, that quick man, you're like yo, okay, alright, um, then we had Ben Eddie. 
I mean, Ben Eddy, you can pick out of a you could you just just the silhouette you could pick out Ben Eddy, right? And I mean, when I say the silhouette as well, because you need the pokey moustache at the sides, <laughs> you just see that and you be like, Ben Eddy. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Ben, like Ben Eddie, he's gangly, right? And that's not said in an offensive way, but he's very long-limbed. And I think if you're out on a night out, I bet mad people look at Ben Eddie and just think, ah, look at that geek. Hey, you don't want to fuck with Ben Eddie, man. You do not want to fuck with Ben Eddie. You know what I mean? Man, it was crazy, right? So, um, he went up against Randy Villarreal, right? And Villarreal, you know what I mean? He, he came out, right, right away. Came out right away, went at Eddie. But Eddie, man, whew, he sees an in and instantly grabs a rubber guard. You know, sits, rubber guard, bish, you know? And um, then he, like, because there's two types of rubber guard. Like, one, I can't, uh, I, did, I don't know what it was called. I can't pronounce it, right? The other one is the New York attack, I believe. Something like that, right? Um, but, yeah, he, he, he's got this rubber guard. He then shifts slightly, grabs the arm, and pow, death orchard, baby. Death orchard. Gets the tap. It was just whew, impressive. So impressive, man. You know what I mean? So, oh man, it was it was great. But we, we had some, you know, really good fights like Michael Carrier against David Winter Win Wintrap, right? And like the the I think the interesting thing of this one was the fact that you know Carrier he's fighting next week <laughs> he's fighting next week at Submission Underground and he got blooded up oh my god he got blooded up by Wentrub because he he just got mount and he's dropping. Those, you know, bass root and hand slaps. It was just like, yo. <laughs> Man, and then you had, right, the Elias Anderson, Isaac um, Korderov fight. So Korderov came in via the qualifiers and whew, he is no slouch. He was no slouch. You know, I mean, Anderson, I mean, Anderson always had the slight edge, but Calderova, he, he was in that fight, in that fight, man, attacking, you know, I mean, and just fast, he had good escapes, you know, what I mean, good counters, it was quick, so it, it went to the overtime, Anderson won with escape time, you know, and um, then it all ended with Gabriel Daffron against Zach Schneider. And um yeah, another another very good display, people. Another very good display. But Murin Schneider Yeah, he, he I think he he just had that edge. He had that edge 
went to overtime and um man right so Snyder went first right he he went for the um you know he took the back right the traditional and whew, it was so quick so quick gets that arm under the chin and that squeeze and whoosh, tap got the tap right so you know daft run he's like oh and, and I think he did the right one. He went with Spiderweb, right? I think it's the, it's, the, it's the right one to try and get that quick tap. But couldn't couldn't break the grip. Couldn't break the grip in time. Because, you know, the problem is if someone gets a tap in the, you know, the, the, the top and say they get a tap 30 seconds in, You've got 30 seconds. If you can't get a tap within that 30, you've lost. You know, so sometimes people get that quick tap and then it's just like, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? And that was the thing. Daffron just couldn't match Schneider's time. So awesome first round, man. Awesome first round. So, people, we then hit... The quarterfinals. So the first fight was Richard Alicon against Marcelio Cohen. And um, another great fight, right? Another great fight. So, I don't know. No one can get the upper hand at first, right? So we get the go down rule. You know, Cohen's on top. But they didn't really stay on the ground for long. You know what I mean? They get back up. Another get down. And, um, yeah, this time, you know, Alicon's on top. But, again, don't want to stay on the ground. So you're just like, mm, I wonder how this is going to go, right? Because who's going to be the first to fully go for it, right? So, out of nowhere, Alicon hits a great takedown. Cohen, he's going to his rubber guard. You know, then trying the Kimura. And you're like, ooh, how's this going to go? Now, Alicon picks him up, uses gravity to escape. And then Alicon, yeah, he, he, he gets the fight back to the ground, hits a body triangle. They're fighting those hands. Alicon, you know, he's got the arm underneath the chin. Bish, bash, bosh. Richard Alicon moves on. So you're like, okay. Yeah. I Still, in these quarterfinals, you know, you kind of think that there are your favourites, but everyone's got the potential to, you know, go all the way here, right? Which is making it super fun. Super fun. So we had... Um, Serge Serge Budderum um against Nick Holstein and next and um yeah Holstein he's straight in gets a takedown which you're like okay but uh, the way Budderum was so fast in his last fight you're like hmm I mean you need to be cautious here right um so Budderum he grabs the neck Right, spins to the back, like real nice. Um, Holstein, though, you know what I mean, he, he he's uh, 
He's savvy. He's savvy to all of this. So he's like moving and avoiding all of that shit. Now, Butterham, he gets some slaps in, right? And um, there's some transitions and everything. Butterham gets on top, right? Hosting, he's, um, he attempts an armor plata. Can't get it. There's a scramble. Butterham ends up in mount. Got a real heavy mount. But Holstein able to reverse in a scramble. So it's just like, ooh, <laughs> it is fun. A lot of fun, right? Now, Butterham, he throws up his legs, right? Grabs a triangle. Holstein, he tries to fight. But Butterham, he just squeezes and Holstein is forced to tap. So good, damn. So we then go Ben Eddy, David Weintrap, and um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a tentative start, right? A little bit of a tentative start. So we get the get down rule. Eddie's on bottom, Weintrap on top. But yeah, <laughs> it doesn't seem to matter because just like badder room, Eddie. Throws those legs up, right? Throws those legs up. We get rubber guard. And bam. Another dead orchard. It's a tap. Two dead orchards in one night. I mean, come on, people. Ben Eddie is a problem. Right, so our last fight in the quarterfinals is Elias Anderson against Zach Schneider. So with this one, Anderson, he he's basically instantly looking for shit, right? And Snyder, he's very calm, very calm, you know, just making sure he avoids any issues, any trouble, all of that. But it's, it's just the relentlessness of Anderson's pursuit for the choke. Right, that's the thing that stands out. Right, so there's one point where Anderson, you know, he he's looking for a Kimura. Right, he then changes to a reverse triangle, then goes with an armbar. You're just like you're watching it all, and it's just like, God damn, this man is slick. Right now, as I said, look, Snyder, tremendous job of avoiding. The positions, you know, staying calm, not getting flustered. But it, it, it's just Anderson was just so relentless, right? Goes for a guillotine, then a knee bar. You know, it is, it's just this methodical approach. You know, so, yeah, it was only a matter of time. And then Anderson grabs the arm, gets an arm bar. It's all she wrote, right? So, um, yeah, now we're at the semi-finals, people. So both the semi-finals go to overtime, you know? Both go to overtime. I, I would probably say that Alicon had the edge in his fight and um, Anderson had the edge in his fight. Now, you know, 
it's Badaram and Eddie were both there, but yeah, you know what I mean. They they were slightly behind, I thought. But the overtime, always, always interesting, right? Always interesting, you know. And um, yeah, it was definitely with this people for sure. So Alicon, he. Yeah, I think he he escapes pretty quickly, right? He escapes pretty quickly in his and um at the beginning, you know, Butterum's able to escape pretty quickly. But as time goes on, we hit that second and Alakon grabs some really good ride time on Butterum. You know? But he's still escaping quick. Right, so we're in the third, and um, you know, Badaram, he he's doing a better job, but still, Alakon just, yeah, able to you know jump out quick, right? So, yeah, he he gets through, right, and then in the reverse, we got Eddie and um, Anderson. Now, I, I think the interesting thing here is, at first, right, Anderson, he gets complete ride time, you know, so, Eddie, he goes with the spider web, right, and it's close, it's very close, but Anderson is able to escape. Right, so, you know, again, uh, you know, Anderson takes the back, and um, he does a good job, gets, you know, max ride time, and you're thinking, okay, what's Eddie gonna do, right, so Eddie, he, um, you know, sticks with the spider web, and, yeah, you know, again, it's not looking too bad, he, he's got a good hook, but can't get it. Can't get it. So it's it's all about that third quarter. And uh Yeah. Third quarter, like Anderson, he just, you know, keeps it close, does his thing, keeps a hold, you know, and, and, and Eddie just can't get that separation. Can't get the separation, can't, you know, get the tap. So we know the final. It's Elias Anderson against Richard Alacon. So very interesting. Can Alacon repeat? That is the question, right? So we get two special matches before the final, right? Give the fighters enough time to um, get a little bit of rest in. Our first one is Tony Annal against Richard Velasquez Diaz. It's definitely um, definitely a fiery affair. You know what I mean? Both, uh, both want it. Both really want it. Like, Annal's trying for a takedown, but Diaz fights those off pretty well. And, um, yeah, Diaz, he grabs the neck, 
goes for a guillotine. But problem is, Anil's head, he gets it out. Gets it out, so then Anil's on top. And in a scramble, Anil grabs that back, and it's rear naked choke time, people. It is over. Over. So, the second fight, that was a... I think the second fight was a, a more of a chess game, right? It, neither were overly looking to, you know, get into it, which... You get it, but you do want a bit more action in these special matches, you know what I mean? So, it, it went to overtime, and, um, man, <laughs> you know, spiderweb, right? So, um, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, it was Chris Crawford against Edgar Chico, right? So, yeah, Crawford, he goes first. He gets a, goes for the spider reb. Uh, uses the arm crush. Gets a separation. Boom. Gets a tap. And I, I think it's like 30 seconds. Or it might have been less. No, no. I think it was quicker. It's like nine seconds. Right? So, that's difficult, right? Because it means that Chico's got to get a tap in nine. Or under. And yeah, it just wasn't happening. Wasn't happening. So, yeah. You know, Crawford walks away with the win. But it's all about the final, right? Alicon against Anderson. What the hell is going to happen? Right? How is this one going to go? And it is, it's kind of back and forth, right? It's kind of back and forth. Though I did kind of feel Anderson might have just had the edge in regular time, right? Kind of thought he might have had the edge in regular time. But, you know, it's overtime, people. It goes to overtime and, oh. <laughs> so where it's going to get super hairy So it starts off, right Alicon, he goes with the back Goes with the back And he gets his arm underneath the chin Gets his arm underneath the chin He's got that rear naked sunk in Like sunk in but somehow Anderson is able to escape. Able to oh my gosh, it was it was crazy. Right? Anderson is able to escape, but but Alicon gets the full ride time. So oh yeah, it's super interesting, right? And you're just thinking, oh, is is this you know setting the tone? Right, so Anderson, he goes for the spider web, and it's got a good grip. You know, he's got a good grip on that arm. Alicon, he tries to stand. Anderson hooks the leg, right? So you're just like, oh, okay. So it goes back down, and um, yeah, Alicon lets his grip slip. Anderson has full extension, and you're like, oh, shit, this is it, 
But then at the last minute, Alicon escapes. So just in that first, you know, quarter, they both had very close opportunities. You know, so then in the second, both escape real quick. So it's just like, whoa. Right now, Alicon has got the advantage. You know, he's got that advantage. So we're going into the third. Everything's got to happen here. Otherwise, you know, we know where this is going. Alicon is walking away. He's repeating. Double champ. Uh, so, yeah. Alicon, he takes the back. But Anderson escapes. Anderson escapes fast. So it's all about that third. Right? All about the third. And what can um, Anderson do? Because he needs to get some ride time. Well, I think if he gets full ride time, he wins. Right? But, you know, what's going to happen? And you kind of feel... If you go spiderweb, right, you're not going to get full right time. I know. It's a trickier one. But, yeah, Anderson, he goes with spiderweb. So, you're like, okay, that means it's not about right time. That's what you've got to assume. If you're going spiderweb, you're looking for the tap. Yeah, so, yeah, goes with it. And, um, man, he gets that arm extension. He, you know, it's a few tweaks, manoeuvres of that arm. And Alicon eventually has to tap. Oh, my gosh. There was so much in this one, man. It was up and down. You didn't know where it was all going to go. But Elias Anderson. (sighs) It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And we learned the next... um, Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds is going to be June, which does seem a long way away. Right, so I'm hoping Eddie throws in another event, you know, before that. Maybe one that the overtime event or or something, right? But, yeah, wait until June, man. Gosh. But, yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun, even though super long. Super long, you know, it's not. it wasn't boring, right? Which is the main thing, right? So, yeah, there you go. Combat Jiu-Jitsu Worlds, the Bantamweights. It was a fun way to end the weekend, people. Okay, people, so we're coming to an end on another episode. Not a lot of fights to um, bring you, but uh, there's a few things that are going down. So, Shane Young... His fight is now off against Omar Morales, another from the City Kickboxing camp. Unfortunately, um, yeah, I I am sure that they will um, stick around and get rebooked for another time. You know what I mean? Um, also, Ji uh, Young Kim is out of her fight. With um, Pollyanna Botteleri. Um So Maria Bonero Silva will be stepping in uh, to save that fight on the 1st of May. And 
the fight between Dominic Reyes and Jiri Pecuniers that will now be the headlining fight on the May 1st card so there you have it people now this is um this might be the biggest news of the day right so Gordon Ryan has just signed with one championship that's right people the king is coming to MMA I think it's something that was taught yeah I think a lot of people kind of figured this would happen at some point and uh, yeah now is the time makes sense because Gary Tonin he's down at one and um Although Gordon, he's making good money in jiu-jitsu. He just can't get the fights. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it, it seems like this is the thing to do. Right? So, um, we will see. We will see what's going to happen. Looking forward to it, people. Definitely looking forward to it. But that is us. We will be back on Wednesday. Um... Yes, UFC 260, right? So we'll look ahead at that. All right, until then, people, peace.